When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. What a game of footy last night. Unbelievable. You could say it had everything, including a bit of biff. It was just outstanding, as was the coverage. It always is. Queensland versus New South Wales, arguably the pinnacle of how rugby league can and should be played with grit, determination and a high level of speed and skill thrown in as well. It was a series decider. There can only be one winner. And last night, of course, it was the Maroons, 22-12, to 12, making Billy Slater a happy man. He might just wake up with a hangover as well as no voice this morning. We might, we know that Darren Lockyer will wake up with no voice because he never got one. Uh, but honestly, it's just absolutely fantastic uh, to listen to them, watch those guys, those veterans of the game celebrate. And on the subject of veterans, we have in the studio, very lucky this morning to have Craig Norenbergs with us, who uh, is an Aussie media veteran, stroke survivor. Uh, Craig, uh, good morning to you. Thanks for taking the time to pop in. You get to my age, you become a survivor. You understand this? It's a tough, it's a tough game, media. <laughs> and can, may I say... Well, it is. I know I said, yes. this, I said this to your face once when I used to work at Sky Sport. I don't know if you remember, I came up to you and said, thank you, Ian Smith, for, for, for hours of pleasure as a young man growing up watching you play and also for being someone that's uh, inspiring and an, an incredible commentator. And I was absolutely genuine when I said it to you. So again, this morning, may I say before the, the population of New Zealand, what a pleasure. It is. And, and I think SENZ is very lucky to have someone of your stature on air. Wow. Gee, wow, that? Craig. It's true, I'm, and it's I, true. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Thank you. And I do remember. Um, now that I've, I, I see the face close up, I do remember. Brief actually, encounter. And I appreciate that. Brief encounters of the nicest kind. Where did that rate last night for you, mate? Where did it rate? It, it, it reminded me of growing up as, as a young fella in the 80s when State of Origin was gritty. It had those big moments. You, you waited to see how the Queensland... It was Lang Park back then, of course, now it's Suncorp Stadium, to see how the big crowd would react. It's, it's the national sport of Queensland, is rugby league, and certainly they get behind it, and the players, they bring the passion. I was saying to my son in the car yesterday, and you touched on it just before the news, and we were listening to, um, to SENZ, and they were, they were running through the market, and I was trying to explain to my, my teenage son... Ah, oh, geez, you wouldn't put money on Queensland, uh, rather on, on New South Wales. They weren't, it was too tight. You wouldn't put money on them. Mm. And I said, and I was trying to explain and said, because Queensland were paying something like $3. And I, I said, wow, maybe we should slip in and, and then jokingly said, but I won't. Now I wish I did, of course, because I was, then he was like, why? Why will Queens, a Queensland a chance? I said, because they're always a chance. They're always a chance, whatever game they go into, particularly at Suncorp Stadium. It is the passion that they show. And you could tell when they had the shots of the two change rooms, the two sheds just beforehand, New South Wales looked edgy and nervous. Queensland was calm. Billy Slater, the coach, was walking around just telling them what they should do. And I turned to my 
my wife then and said, I think Queensland's going to win this. And they did. They were calm before, but they brought the passion out there. And what a start to have three players come off with head injuries. It was a, it was like stepping back to the 1980s when they used to have this softening up period for the first 10 in. Craig, it was amazing. You know, one of the great themes we've been talking about, I don't say it's a great theme, but it's been prolific uh, theme this week is on the back of Angus Ta'aval and sin bins and concussion and that sort of thing. Here we saw it uh, play out in the first two to three minutes of a game of rugby league, but in the end it didn't detract from the spectacle the way they, they handled it. Nope, and there was enough, it was tight enough that it was good for the purists to go, wow, rugby league's tough, but it, there was also some brilliant play from the players, and as Wayne Bennett always says, fatigue makes cowards of us all, so as people started to get ti- a little bit tight and it opened up a bit, you saw s- people chancing their arms, and as proved with New South Wales, some, some of the things the Blues tried, particularly in the halves, didn't come off, basically because they were tired and they were, they were just like, what are we going to do now, and at the more the game and on, they were trying to, you know, get that lucky bounce, that lucky break, and the bounce seemed to go against them and went Queensland's way. I mean, as told by that that last um, uh, try, the intercept try that Ben Hunt, you know, where um, Cleary tried to chip ahead and hunt it, that that is purely because players are tired. There was Tedesco was up in the line, there was no one back. There was a forward chasing him, ran all the way, scores the try. So in the end, it was fatigue. It was the which player could hang. As you, you'd understand this, having you know watched plenty mm-hmm. of Test matches in, in both codes and and but big games, it's fatigue, as Wayne Bennett says, that, may, that not doesn't really make cowards of them, but in the end, one team gets fatigued and the other one just outlasts them. Yep, um, often uh, that is the, very much the case too. Uh, one of the reasons, I think, uh, why the betting was a little bit lopsided as well, of course, is Cameron Munster wasn't there, mm. uh, Craig, but uh, in comes uh, Tom Dearden on debut. What did you make of that and the combination uh, with, uh, with uh, Daly Cherry Evans? Incredible. You, and you, you would have to say Daly Cherry Evans. Not many people actually, they said he played well because obviously Caelan Ponga had such a great game at the back that he dominated all mm. the talk. But you, you're correct. Tom Dearden is called in and once Munster drops out, everyone says, well, that's it. Queensland are gone. Dearden steps up. He's 21 years old. What are they going to do with him next year? They're going to obviously have to play Munster, but they've got Dearden who will be sitting on the bench. They'll have a guy, another guy to strike strike fear into their heart. And the other guy who I thought played very well that was a bit unsung was Harry Grant, who came on and just did the right things out of dummy half, um, you know, uh, to steer them around the park when it was needed. You know, Ben uh, Ben Hunt, you'd hardly know he was there, but he was playing his part, And aside from scoring that last try. But you're right, the, the Queensland halves dominated the New South Wales halves. Um, Luai and Cleary, they tried some things that uh, on any other given night might have come off, but they were just swamped by the forwards who hardly ever get a say in these games so congratulations to Patrick Carrigan for being named man of the series normally it's the backs that dominate these things but but Dearden and Cherry Evans they just gelled on the night and boy you've, you've got to wonder if next year this the, what's going to happen with um, with Freddie Fittler is he's going to retain his place what moving forward what New South Wales are going to do because on paper and we all know footy games aren't played on paper on paper that New South Wales team man for man looked like particularly in the halves that they could have should have beaten Queensland but they didn't Tedesco, of course, was always going to be um, a player that people highlighted. But as you mentioned, Caelan Ponga, an unbelievable game. 299 metres, mm. 18 tackle busts, four offloads, plus the try in the 60th minute. 
Uh, that is uh, stuff of legends, that, in, in a game of that stature. And you knew he was going to score a try because they mentioned it specifically when the player, when the teams were running out. Caelan Ponga, he's never scored a try in origin, and of course he did 299 metres, as you say. But James Tedesco still ran 243 metres, and he did nothing wrong. Mm. So to shade out a player like James Tedesco, as Caelan Ponga did, showed what a special game that he had. Of course, you know, man of the match performance from him. Great to see. And under that pressure, Pressure. As um, Joey Johns kept saying during the game, wow, at this level, wow, at this level, because he knows what it's like. And at that level, to be able to do the things that Caelan Ponga was doing to make it look like he had time and lots of space showed what form he's in. But he was lucky he's also got Billy Slater as the coach, to, arguably the greatest fullback of all time, to show him what to do. Um, it's just a wonder that Caelan Ponga can't bring that week to week when he's playing for the Knights, but he can certainly show that he can bring it for Queensland. Now, great player. Can I ask you a question? Question, Smitty. What? what yeah, sure. With with rugby league commentary and rugby union commentary, are you? Is there a difference in, in the commentary there? And what what did you think of young? Oh, young, he's my age. Matt Thompson, who's taken the place, obviously, of Rabbits Warren. Well, there's the thing. You, you can't if you Matt Matt Thompson. You cannot replace um, Rabs Warren. You can't. But you can be Matt Thompson. You, you can't emulate Rabs Warren. So that's the first thing when you hop into a job like that. It's like stepping into a chair after Benno's been on air for half an hour. Don't try and be Richie Benno because you cannot uh, because he's just simply the best. Uh, and Rabs was for such a long period of time. So you've just got to create your own little uh, way of doing things, your own mannerisms, your own technique, and hope that people buy into it. A lot of people would have been saying last night, I wonder what Rabs would have made of that, you know, that last play. How would Rabs have described that last play? Well, the, the way that he described it to me didn't detract. It didn't detract from it because uh, what what uh, the beauty of commentary, I think, is, is Craig, is that uh, you don't um, um, overtake the game itself. You don't overtake the action. You don't want to dominate proceedings because the game doesn't deserve that. And I think he fitted in well last night, to be honest. He'll learn a lot from that. Um, great experience. What a one, one, one to call, you know. Uh, so that, that's the way I, I, I look at it and you know that's why I like working so much with the likes of uh, Grant Nisbet and that because uh, they call the action but the game is they never dominate what's happening in front of your eyes and I think that's really important so that would be my piece of advice mm. but it, I thought it was wonderful I mean he, he called uh, a bit of biff which I liked mm. straight after half time I mean you know that takes me back to Mark Guy or Wally Lewis those great days and you know it was. They both got their marching orders. I mean, they'd been sent off in Union. We wouldn't see them for about six to eight weeks from here on in. But you know, it was pretty special. It's great theatre, isn't it? it it's, it's magnificent like that. I, I had a bit to do with Matt Thompson when I worked in Australia and, and going way back. So I've seen the, the development of him as a person. And I know he. He when we talk about you know veterans and he, he's been hanging around and waiting and patiently being kind of understudy while um, while Nine and, and, and even Fox kind of was were in, his, in his ear all the time. So behind the scenes, which a lot of people don't know, is how hard he's worked to get there, which is part of his journey to get there. And I was so glad that last night, often it's big games like that can, that can be the making of a, of a caller. And that, as you'd know, you need a big event where, like, for example, say the one-day um, uh, cricket uh, World Cup final that you nailed, right? So... I think he nailed the big event, the big moments last night, and that becomes part of the show reel in people's heads. So I'd, I'd have to say to Matt Thompson, I know he can't hear us, but I think he did a great job. Yeah, yeah, job well done, absolutely a, a job well done. And and the thing that I, you know, the the memory I've got is uh, the game itself. 
But Ben Hunt walking back with, towards that steady cam, you know how they have the camera on the try scorer? Mm. Uh, in rugby league, they get right in his face and he stared straight down the barrel and he just said the one word, Queenslander. <laughs> Said it once. They love it. Said it all. Yeah, it did. And that's another bit that they'll clip up these days, you know, social media, and they can send it out and it goes viral and it becomes part of the legend like Billy Moore's Queenslander call um, back in back in the, in the 90s. And, and you just, whatever mm. it is that's in there, and, you know, following on Twitter last night what, what the what the rugby league world was saying um, about it, um, a lot of them were critical of, of uh, Freddie Fittler for not picking Jack White in the team and should he have picked him. And maybe White might have made the difference. Big hard body that can, you know, great tackler and can just run hard and, and fast. But no one on Twitter, and what it doesn't take into account is their Queensland spirit. And, and, and it's an imaginary thing, is spirit. It's a bit like a, like work culture. What is it? But uh, to have that, there is something about a team that comes together, backs to the wall, that, that Queensland have it. Often the All Blacks will have it. Um, the, the Warriors obviously don't have it, and there are certain rugby league teams like New South Wales that can just bottle it when they, they're in a position where they on paper that they should win it. But there's something about some teams, and I'm sure there's a, a PhD student somewhere who's written a paper on this and doctor someone or other, or, or, or I can... <laughs> If you do a Google search, we'll have written, is there such a thing as team spirit and what what part it plays that gets teams over the line? And we'll certainly see where the All Blacks bounce back, just to switch codes quickly. We'll see what kind of spirit they have against Ireland on the weekend. The same with the Wallabies against England, what kind of spirit they have. They should watch that game last night. Get the team players together and see what Queensland did right from the get-go, swamping New South Wales. When players went down hurt, they bounced back up again because it was brutal, some of the things. I, I often wonder mm. later in life, and I know with players like, like Johnny Raper and Reg Gasney, they had terrible you know, knee injuries and, and hip injuries later in life. And we all talk about head injuries um, at the moment, which is, which is fair because head injuries are a bad thing. But what kind of knee injuries? Mm. Watching those players last night just carting the ball up, front on defence, um, absolutely brutal. What effect that has um, later in life um, because th- those players throw themselves absolutely... I know they get paid $50,000 a player or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but long-term, like, short-term gain, long-term, long-term gain, and that's one of the beauties of it. As you said, it was just like an old-fashioned um, Barney that they used to play in the 80s and 90s. There was a bit of biff. Yeah. Um, there was a bit of controversy. A couple of players sent to the sin bin. But generally, I thought that the referee, Ashley Klein, kept the control pretty well. He left it open. He allowed that little bit of niggle, which he knew was part of the uh, origin folklore. So, you know, 10 out of 10 for him because it was one of those classic cases with you barely knew that the referee was standing out there in the middle. That is fantastic. It, it honestly is. And God, isn't that a subject at the moment? Hey, look, we, we, we know very well that you're a, a bosom buddies with Ricky Stewart. Uh, so here's the thing. Love Ricky. Uh, the, Warriors are about, <laughs> the Warriors are about to get Chan's uh, nickel clock stead, uh, it seems. Um, what impact will he have uh, at the Warriors, you feel? Great kid. And the impact is, we were talking about culture, is he's such a nice guy and he was universally known in Canberra as one of the good guys of the club, just a real there – was, there was no gossip surrounding him. He wasn't a guy who was out on the lash all the time um, with the other players. And, and Ricky, I've, one of the great things about living here when the Raiders used to come through town before COVID is they eat at the same restaurant in Auckland every time that they come here. They get here a bit early and they come to um, New Zealand a little bit early so they can kind of acclimatise. And I get invited into the Inner Sanctum every time, sit next to Ricky, mm. and he sits the players down and says, right, that's the end of dinner. If you want to go out, 
you can go out. But I trust you that you're not, that you're going to go back to the hotel. And we've never had a, a problem of a raider in New Zealand going to the casino or whatever after Ricky's told them not to. Um, he used to rely on chance as a New Zealander to lead that group when they were here. And they always walked back to the hotel. They always went to bed early. Maybe they played PlayStation or read a book or whatever it is um, that the players mm. do. But Ricky could see Chance was a guy that he relied on, and I would say that's what the Warriors will do. He's a different player to the kind of fullback they've had before. He's just a really solid guy, but he can cart the ball up. He's a guy, not unlike a Tedesco, who will get you the yards. Tedesco gets you yards because he's just quicker and he's just a big big guy, um, Chance will get the yards that they need. And there's also talk about Joe Tarpany, who's also another Raider. If they can get him, which I hope they don't as a Raider supporter, but if they do, they're two really good guys for culture. So Chance is the start. If they get Joe Tarpany, I think I've got a player in the back and a player in the forwards that can at least settle the team down and say, guys... Let's move forward rather than just being this team that's all over the place. So chances of signing, a 10 out of 10. Well done, Cameron George. I know he wanted to come home. He'd split up with his partner. Um, so he, he wanted to come back to, to New Zealand just to be around family, I think, legitimately. And a lot of players use it as an excuse these days being homesick. A lot of Queenslanders in particular. Craig, so, Craig absolutely fantastic. Yeah, thank you. A great uh, encouragement uh, for Warriors fans to hear the, that background on it, to his character in particular. Uh, hey, thank you so much for for popping into the studio. Oh, thank um, you. Pleasure. And giving us the up, giving us the update on um, what you felt la- about last night, and uh, particularly too what uh, the Warriors can look at look of ahead. Uh, Could they beat the Eels? Could they beat the Eels? No. One okay. Word, no. So we don't need any more. Don't need any more. Thank you very much. <laughs> when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.